Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Flux campaign. I am Tony. I will be DMing this session. I normally play Puck. So, uh, just to continue on from last time, we are... Well, the, the group had gone to the upper level of Sharn and went uh, to the town square to try and find who was uh, taking over and whatnot. And they had been pulled over by a... Uh, we'll say, like, darker agent or espionage or a lady in a purple cloak. Cook. And what had gone is uh, pretty much got pulled over to uh, the Pampered Prince, where they got to meet Andros Merrick, where he had requested them in to uh, interlope in a meeting that was going to occur and wished for them to... Uh, Interlude uh, into uh, intercept a item that will be transferred, and with that he gave them various uh, tickets to buy items and whatnot to defend themselves and do whatever is necessary. And those who were present and not asleep in the middle of an alley got some uh, uh, protective enchantments as they go back to the meeting area effectively going down to the mid level of the city they are led very close to where they had been before going to the evil haze which is a ominous looking church that has been fairly abandoned all around and that is where we left off the um the contact mary had effectively said just be careful and went back after that so we'll go from there so uh roll call i believe this is charlie and i play bardus the barbarian goliath we just learned how to fly this is Eric. I play Lokar, the Paladin Warlock Tortle, and my AC is now 22. This is Steve, and I play Theus, the Inquisitive Rogue, and I have learned to move under any circumstances and avoid being paralyzed by magic. Uh, this is Dom. I play uh, Anorin, uh, the Cleric, and... Um... Uh, I think I'm still sick. Mm -hmm. So, uh, real quick, before we get started, uh, Theus, could you please roll for me a sleight of hand check and also a perception check? Are you want me to roll a perception and yeah. sleight of hand? Because I'm being lazy. What? <laughs> All right, first we'll do perception. Wait, the DM is making the rogue roll for sleight of hand randomly? So that's yeah. that that is a 15 perception. Mhm. Mm 
And then sleight of hand, that's a natural 20. Okay, thank you. All right. That would be a total of a 29 if it mattered. <laughs> All right. So uh, real quick, before we get back to the group, Anorin. Sir. You are currently passed out in an alley. It seems that the magical oh, effects of the elixir that had been, you know, given to you or you took from the man, the effects strangely wore off very quickly. You mean Dave's? If you can remember that, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh. That's how magic elixir worked. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. And what happens is you are in kind of like a dreamlike state. And what you hear is a woman's voice. Huh? And she's like, says, Anorin, your friends need you at the church. Be careful. Um, and I guess, uh, well, at this, I, am I laying on the floor? Or? You're kind of uh, leaning against the wall mm -hmm. uh, in an alley, that's all. Okay, so I, I guess I'd try I'm to look around to see if I can find the source of the voice. Yeah, sure, go ahead, and I'll roll. Perception, or? Uh, roll perception, yeah. Okay, not too bad. Uh, bear with me. Perception is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, 13 plus 7. And let me roll. Where is this? Um, what is that still? Okay. So, all right. Um, pretty much what you notice is you start cracking your eyes open. Mm -hmm. And... You see essentially a leg leave the alley that you're in, but also notice that in your hands, one in your left hand, you mm -hmm. see a ring. Yeah. And in your other hand, you see a familiar looking amulet. All right. Um... I guess I try to, I, you know, stand up straight and, like, wonder where the hell are my f friends? Um, what you see is pretty much at the alley. You see, so across the way, there is a gate with guards, and right next Barely near you is a cart where there's some more forges loading and some recently deceased and whatnot. And they're going down the street and roll a perception. Uh, only a nine this time. Uh, dag nabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I rolled a two. <laughs> I, basically, Anorin's still groggy from whatever the after effects of whatever was affecting him. So, uh, I guess he'll make his way to the streets uh, where the warforges mm -hmm. are. 
Like he's feeling better. I don't have to make a cons. I don't. I don't have to make the con check. Again. Yeah, you're noticing right now that you actually don't have to make the con check. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, well, there hasn't been enough time yet. But, uh, um, the Warforged notice you and say, oh, you're awake. Yes, looks like whatever ailed me has passed. Um, you wouldn't happen to have seen a giant man, a turtle, and a half-elf, would you? Uh, the ones that left you in the alley. Oh. Yeah, they went uh, down that way, um, and they're pointing down the road. Um, there's not many options down that road, so I'm pretty sure if you go down, you'll... You'll run into them. All right. We're heading there eventually. Uh, do you see anyone else come out of the alley? A woman, perhaps? Uh, yeah, yeah. She was with them, and uh, she returned without them. So, uh, she noticed you, though, and just, I guess she was checking on you. I mean, we were just about to throw you in this cart. Lovely. Uh, well, thankfully, the, no, that won't be necessary. Uh, I head in the direction they indicated where uh, my companion, my companions are. Um, uh, the ring that I, the ring that I got. Um, I guess I, I do have spells because I am a spellcaster. Mm. Don't know if I really want to. Well, nothing really to detect magic. I mean, I could get, like, divination, but I don't want to blow a fourth-level slot just to figure out what a ring does, so... Mm -hmm. Um... You can always just put it in. Yeah, you know what? I'll just, I'll just have Anorim put it on, because Lord knows it might be protection. It might be a thing. If this person's guiding me to my friends and telling me that they need me, it might be something of benefit so i'll put it on yeah well uh roll one quick for uh what would be appraisal or no a, a protection or something like that real quick Pro not protection uh, perception a freudian slip right there <laughs> uh, i got an 11 this time <laughs> well it's hard to miss it's your in your hand but you'll mm. see that there's on the ring there's little shields carved onto it and also, if you look at the amulet, you'll know that you'll notice that it's uh, got effectively a little. Uh, oop, uh, uh, it's the it has a shield as the pendant. Okay. Uh, yeah, I keep the amulet um, in my hand, and I put the as I make my way towards the direction I put the ring on. All right. So, and then as you're going towards the road, you're doing this while walking, you'll be able to see that the uh, tower, between towers, because it's in the middle of an opening, you'll see kind of the shade of uh, a large steeple-like building with a holy symbol above it. Uh, if you make me roll religion. 
Oh, dang it. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that it would be um, Holy Flame or something like that. Sounds cool and very Sharnish. Well, I do have a, I do have religion, so I'll roll it. A 14. All right. Um, why did I include that detail? <laughs> more work. Giving yourself more work, Tony. I know. I should not include NPCs. I should not include religious symbols of any sort. Especially uh, when there's a religious character around. Um, I would say I'm gonna say um, Paylor. Paylor or something okay. like that. Paylor and all right, all right. I know who Paylor is. So uh, I make uh, I sun, make his, I believe. Yeah, another sun god, which you know I like him. He's not Sol Invicta, but yeah, he's pretty cool. So uh, you can see that in the distance. Okay, I'm. Uh, Nora makes what the religious, you know, I think hand sign or whatever, whatever, you know, for a quick prayer to the symbol, and then I keep heading in that in the direction that uh, my friends are supposed to be in. All right, all right. I will uh, fast forward a bit. Um, so we'll go back to you guys, and you're in the street. Um, pretty much. Not really hiding, are you? Or anything like that. Um, talking to Bardis, Lucar, and Theos. I didn't assume we were hiding. I didn't think we had any reason to hide. Yeah, if we're okay. hiding, I'm doing a very poor job because I don't realize that I'm hiding. If you're not making us be hiding, I'm going to roll a stealth. You just duck behind us two nimwits who aren't actually trying to hide. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You two are a lot larger than I am. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then uh, Anorin, yeah. just make one con check. Ooh, Natwi. Absolutely nothing. You actually feel just fine. All the sickness is gone. You're not even a bit queasy. Mm, looks like they uh, just your work. Uh, Norrin says to himself. So, um, I'm going to try and coax this a lot. You guys, if anyone's looking behind you towards the streets again, yes, no? We're looking at what? Uh, pretty much. I'm looking at the church. At some the point, at some point you guys will. <laughs> at some point, you guys will reconvene. And regroup. Uh, if you look back, you'll see Anorin coming towards you, and Anorin, you could see them standing in the middle of the street in front of the church. I was going to say, last I knew, we were ready to just barge into the church. Yeah. And, well, and suddenly Anorin appears, and he's like, What you doing? So, we're going to knock over this church. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's the plan, too. What? <laughs> What? Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. I have oh, two sorry. Questions. Let let me fill you in. Um, we found these people in a bar upstairs, and basically they want us to go destroy some sort of evil breeding device. 
that's apparently creating this fog that's all over. Oh, you don't have the the vision. Sorry, I have a vision that shows this fog fog all over the place. Um, mm -hmm. So we they, they gave us uh, Theus has a device that points us right to where the source of it is. It's in that church. That's our target. We're gonna go in, knock this whole place over, go back to the Winchester, have a pipe, and wait for this whole thing to blow over. Hmm. Oh, about the Winchester bar, I thought you haven't been here before. That, oh, I just figured every place had a bar named Winchester. Was that the name of the bar at, at Flux? It, it is now. Okay. So, um, yeah, and just a brief description: you guys see effectively a very large multi-story church and it is got the symbol of the sun on top um frankly all the streets are um very void of life there's some bodies in the streets there's doors with white crosses on them white x's and the place is surrounded by a stereotypical black uh, ironwork fence with and although Anorin this is a, a church of the sun and holiness and whatnot it does not appear as uh, light as you would expect it to be so what you're telling me is that some evil or some evil is using the house of a sun god to do evil upon the masses? What better place to hide darkness than in the light? My God, let's blow this. Let's blow this bitch up. See, Anorin's on board. So, oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm on board. Please, by all means, go ahead and blow your way in. I will do my own thing and try to stealth my way through. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. like us. Uh, Artis, Anorin, you guys good with stealthing? Said you can blow it up. I'm just going to try and sneak through and see if I can catch anyone unawares. I hear Theus, but I don't see Theus. Good enough. Let's roll. Do we want to do front door, back door, window? Where are we going? Front door. Because I, I, I don't know. How, to, how high are, above the ground are the windows? Uh, the windows are kind of uh, uh, head height, uh, mid-chest height for uh, Bardis. Um, all of them are blocked off. Uh, basically, the shutters of the, the windows have been closed. Bow. So it, it effectively almost looks like a boarded-up church. I prepare my bow and knock an arrow and say, okay, fine, I'll just provide support from the rear. Go ahead, blow the door open. Uh, Bardis, do you want to do the honors of uh, ramming that door open? <laughs> sure. Let's do it. This is this is why we as players shouldn't have a week off in between. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, let's just run in and get it taken care of. Walk, walk, walk. walk. A moment, a moment, Bardis. Let me like, let me have you uh, help you in this. Uh, I cast a spell, enhance ability, so I give him um, was it uh, bull strength? You have advantage on any strength checks. So if you're gonna be knocking down a door, I assume that's a strength check. 
God, I'm not sure if quadruple advantage works. I was about to say, yeah. Right. <laughs> you, if we want to, like, <laughs> yeah. see, see, like, just one giant bulging muscle now that all Bardis <laughs> is. Like, it's like, just... yeah, he just. I have, I have basically evolved into a, a single cell. You kind of look like as one giant bicep. <laughs> you um, are the ultra chat. Bardis, you still can't see in dark, right? Uh, yes, I can. Is it worth uh, having a source of light in there for any reason? Um, I believe every, uh, no. dark vision. I think everyone has dark vision at this point. Yeah. Okay, but I'm just trying to figure. I mean, because I can make some things glow for a little while if we for an hour. If uh, if we want to have some sort of a light source, or do I make all of us glow in divine fury, and we walk in and say that we're sent by the gods to smite these evildoers and see if they'll just turn into us? Ooh, I want to I want to do that. Let's do that. I still imagine this whole conversation is happening where like Bardis is like mid Sparta kick, but he's holding the pose like with his leg <laughs> up, ready to he's like you're like, you're like wait wait wait, and we're gonna have this conversation. Like, you're charging <laughs> the attack. You're waiting for the you're waiting for the meter to fill so you can like unleash your full power. So oh, I want I want to take like a minute and I just want to put like three right. or four light touches like cantrips on at least, like, everybody in spot so that we look like we're glowing in radiant fury. I like that idea. Let's do that. It's a cantrip. My quads, like, are, like, ripping right now. I mean, I'm I'm good to put it wherever people think that it makes the most sense. Like, I want to try to do mine a little bit on my shell so it almost comes out like wings. I want to do it on my breastplate, so it's just be like, yeah. That's fine. I mean, yeah, I literally would take a minute. It's one action per light. It, Yeah, it. I mean, I can do it 10 times. Yeah, let's take two minutes. I can do it 20 times. We're good. Five per person. So if you give yourself wings, is the light making your shell blue? Well, it's it's a it's like a holy light, so it's a it's like a bright white light. Why would that make my shell blue? Are you, saying, are you saying blue can't be holy? I'm just saying it's not blue. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying blue can't be holy. I'm saying that it's just I imagine it as being a yellow, holy, divine light. So how's your crane stance going, Bardis? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> he gets an extra. He gets an extra one d eight for every second he holds it because he's charging up, right? Uh, We're good. Not sure how <laughs> It's for Kratos and God of War. Yeah, really? Okay, should, I, should I roll now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to recharge, or are you going to just try and unleash your crane kick? I'm just going to unleash, but like, do I get like quadruple like advantage at this point? No. Um, <laughs> do, 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 um, strength, why am I... Athletics, right? Yeah. Oh, that's not athletic. Sorry. Just straight up strength check, right? Yeah, uh, sure. 15th, uh, 15 straight up strength check. 
Um, that actually, you hear a crack in the door. But oh, hit it again. You have like four advantages. So just roll the, <laughs> just roll it. I'm I'm dead. Damn, gonna go again then. Fuck it. All right. Can, can you rage off of this? Will Essentially, you hear a crack and a whole bunch of dust comes from the door. I, I did a 20 for, for the other leg because this was obviously my weak leg. I didn't want to show any. <laughs> <laughs> so I used my other leg. So as you use your other leg, uh, you hear uh, wood splinter and the doors start cracking open a little more. It's still a little bit... Uh, Closed, but basically they're opening. It, it just needs like one little bit of push more to just crack through. I drop kick it. Okay. Like I'm going prone on this one. Oh, that's not good. Ooh, that's really good. Um, this is getting progressively better. 22 this time. All right. So for the the part where you needed the least amount of strength, you got the most, and so the door is just fling open and you see that uh boards have uh pretty much uh effectively six by six timbers that have been used as a uh, uh what are they called the uh, block entries for the door barricades barricades um those are broken in half and right. they just fling open all right, as you guys, I'm about to say as soon as soon as those doors are open, I want to step forward and I want to say something. But if you're going to describe something, that's fine. Go ahead and say something. I mean, it's never worked for me in the past when I've stepped into a room and tried to declare diplomacy. But we're going to see how this works. And I'm basically <laughs> going to just, at the top of my voice, yell out to everything that can hear me in that church, and say, "Evil doers, we are here." sent by the gods to smite you. Stand down now, or face our wrath. Alright. Um, roll that diplomacy check. Just, I just want to... Are, are we doing that as persuasion? Just, uh... Yeah, that, would be, that, that would be persuasion in this set. Sure, whatever. Whatever check you want. Yeah, sure. Uh, 24. Okay. So, what you notice as this happens is uh, effectively the door is open wide open and Lokar charges in and makes that diplomacy check. That, uh, what you notice is that the church area is empty. Um... The pews are kind of just in disarray and whatnot. The stained glass in the far back is just dusty and whatnot. Um, but what you do notice is that the shout that you had made is reverberating around the church. Excellent. So, um, see anyone in the church? No, there's no one in the church that you can see. Effectively, what you can see is um, if you guys are walking in, there is uh, a small little entrance area, and then the doors to the main 
uh, area are open where you see all the pews and whatnot. And the, you don't see anyone. Um, you'll have to do a little bit of dungeon crawling a little bit. Deus, can that device of yours tell us what direction that um, that source is? Just to confirm with the DM, it wasn't so much a, a device as it was an enchantment that just gave me the vision, right? Yes. Oh, that's it's, right, uh, it's an enchantment. It, it's uh, pretty much on his eyes. I, start, I, do, I do a head swivel and look up, down, side to side to see if I can see where it is. So as you look up, down, side to side, you see that this place is completely saturated in... Uh, effectively evil, but if you are to take a sl small perception, I'm not going to have you roll it, but you'll notice that the gradient of evil is a bit greater um, uh, if you were looking straight forward and down. I was going to say my passive perception is 16. Yeah, that's why I'm not having you roll. I'm just trying to say, like, looking around, like, the determining an evil gradient. Uh, it, it down. It, it looks like it's down. Uh, if you were to go towards the uh, stained glass windows and whatnot, you'll see that there is a uh, the darkness is kind of origi originating far below the uh, what looks to be the floor. Can I roll a wisdom check to see if I would know if some of the churches in this area have a catacombs? You could roll that. Uh, no. I, I do not remember that. I do not know that. Never, never step foot in one, huh? Ne never been to <laughs> church before. Um, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just turn to the others and be like, I can sense the evil is coming from under the church. Maybe that's the direction we need to go. Perhaps there are catacombs underneath it. Uh, well, I guess I'll move further uh, into. I'll move further into the building. I have. I'll pull my sword out and keep my amulet, uh, my holy symbol, which is an amulet, in my other hand. Um, and I will uh, move forward to see if I can find any, like, stairs down or anything like that. Um, which area are you exploring? Are you exploring, like, the, the lobby area or the, the, pew, the main one with, area? The one with the pews. So you do not, you do see, um, a set of stairs going up. Mm -hmm. There is a balcony above you. Yeah. Um, roll another perception check if you... Oh, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, 16. All right. And then aside from that, you also see um, to the far left of the room... Mm-hmm. Um, you see a small little door. Um, you don't need to know a knowledge check because you've been in churches plenty. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much that's uh, the, the priest uh, preparation areas. 
and probably living quarters. Okay. Let's see. It, and but there's no other like uh, doors or uh, maybe trap, maybe like anything, nothing else I can see, right? No, nothing else that you could see. Effectively, just um, uh, yeah, the balcony above you. You do have just whatever bit of light is coming in through the the cracks of the uh, the boarding, but mm -hmm. that's all you guys see. You, all, you guys agree that you all have dark vision, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, artist is due to his goggles. And you said that the concentration of the darkness is under us. Is it like under a specific section of the floor where it seems really powerful? Um, or is it just completely the underside of the church? What you are, you're kind of investigating it. So pretty much... Well, you'll notice is like you're walking up behind, say, the altar, and effectively you get to the far wall, and you can see that it's still angled below the floor uh, and towards the wall and down. So it as if it's still, you know, a few hundred feet away, but angled like down at a forty-five. Can I investigate the altar to see if there's a hidden mechanism? Uh, sure. I was hoping we just had explosives. Oh, that'd be nice, too. Um, that is going to be a straight 11 for investigation. You find that underneath the altar, there are scriptures and uh, books of Pelar. But you're not finding any little secret, uh, secret handles or whatnot. Uh, Noren, there's some holy scripture here. If you wanted to take a look. Okay. Um, I head over to where uh, Noren heads over to where Theus is, and he starts combing through the um, holy texts. See if you can find anything, uh, anything of note. Um, this is texts worshiping the sun god of Pelor, for he is great and all healing and whatnot, and Yay. the light may never be cast, uh, maybe never be darkened by Pelor. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. Healing and whatnot is that the exact wording? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not the best at this. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just, I'm just teasing a bit. You're doing fine. Um, well, I guess I'll start looking at the back wall behind the altar and let other people do their stuff. Uh, Lokar and Bardis. Steve, I want to keep going deeper. So, uh, pretty much. Hello? Yeah, we hear you. It's fine. Okay, sorry, my 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 computer uh, a little bit. I couldn't hear anybody talking. Okay, so um, pretty much, uh, but you are if you're in the main area, pretty much you're seeing the same as everyone else. But up behind you, there is a balcony where there are uh, what looks to be kind of like benching and whatnot, such that um, people can see the mass and whatnot. And there you only see the small door and the back. 
Um, also, I forget. Oh, that's that's me, yeah, yeah. And um, perhaps uh, you also, I'm adding in a piano in there for good flavor uh, in the far right. Logan can um, use that to just fly swat things if he wants. Not picking anything up, I have my sword. Um, I'm not Lokar Bardis, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. What am I doing? <laughs> you hey, can use, the, use the piano as a, a portable harp. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I, I mean, no. No. So... I'm at this thing. I don't know how to play it. I'm I'm all thumbs. Um, but there. So was there a different way to exit this room? Like, is there a way down? Is there any way to there, get back further? The way back further would be the priest's quarters, because that is behind. Uh, it's a door in the back, pretty much behind the altar and to the left, and it leads behind the wall. Even though I'm a holy man, I doubt I've been in actual a lot of like built churches like this. Um, I'm gonna kind of poke my head back out and kind of ask Deus like, um, "There's a there's a priest quarters back here." Um, is, uh, Theus, is there? Uh, would you happen to know where there might be stairs located so we could try to get downstairs? Well, if there were stairs, they would probably probably be in an area only accessible to the clergy of the building. So that's a good place to start looking. I will walk over to Lokar to help him inspect the door. Yeah, right. we'll just walk over and try to get into the priest quarters. All right, the door is currently locked. Is it wood? It's wood. Can I attempt but... to break it open? Yes, you can. But I have I have thieves' tools. Oh, hurt? sorry. I'll let the rogue much? rogue his way through it. That's fine. <laughs> no, Thaeus, please. Be the honor, but I'm gonna break this thing if you can't. I'm gonna look at that door. I'm gonna look at the front door. I'm gonna look back at that door. Look back at the front door, and shrug. <laughs> I, I believe using a thieves' toolkit is usually a dexterity check. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And then, I think it could also be sleight of hand. Uh, I, I'll leave that to Tony's discretion if he wants a dex or sleight of hand. Dex. Dex. All right, and I get to add my proficiency bonus. That is I. Mm, that's not good. That's only a twelve. Uh, you start fiddling with the lock. You feel like your tools are about to break, but just as you you feel the wrench almost not the wrench the uh the tool start to just start bend it unlocks and you can now open the door great i open the door and walk in in the door in this area you'll find that the priests uh changing quarters you'll see that it is fairly abandoned, but if you look down on the floor, you'll see that there are um, uh, blood marks of dragged along the floor towards a hallway that's going towards the right. 
this is going to be going behind the wall that you guys were just at. I kind of yell back to the group and say, we got blood streaks in here. Well, he's looking at the blood streaks. I want to go through the uh, changing lockers and see if I can swore myself one priest of Pelor outfit to to uh, shove in my uh, haversack for later. Uh, say again? <laughs> he wants to disguise himself as a priest later. He wants a robe. Go ahead. Hey, I take it. And I look for a holy symbol of Pelor. And you have to you say don't... yoink. <laughs> you see uh you see plenty of holy symbols right now you see some uh uh what look to be like golden chalices as well and you see a uh, coffer's bin because i know what you're looking for goodness <laughs> <I can't>... um, <laughs> yeah no I, I i go ahead and i try to sneak everything into my sack if i can all right so uh pretty much you get um, about uh, four golden chalices, which they use to keep wine and serve out to the the mass. And uh, the tiths boxes, um, two of those. Uh, you shake them, you feel like there's coins in them. Uh, unless you're going to actually open up, crack them open, and try and count. No, you know what? I'll actually leave the boxes alone. Okay. I will not steal. I will not. I will not steal money. I will steal gold. <laughs> so, um, Lokar, roll a percep with an advantage. Sure. Wait, really? I don't know what reason I have for an advantage. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> It's gonna be... uh, it doesn't matter. It was a three, which I think my perception is plus zero. Okay, you don't hear anything. Pretty much you hear uh, just waiting for the others to catch up. But my Maybe. passive perception is ten. I don't know why, but for some reason when you asked you to focus, you just lost it. So That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was the blood on the floor. Yeah, so you see the blood on the floor. Um... Uh, you can see that that blood goes down the hallway towards a, a chamber far down as well. Um, I can see at least that it goes down. You can see that it goes down the hallway past, uh, say, like... Oh, okay. I thought you feet. meant, like, downstairs. That's what I'm looking for. No, not for. downstairs, no. And... Yeah. Uh, uh, Bardis, where are you at? has been wandering around the church um, while everyone else sort of split around. Um, I'm not familiar with my surroundings, so mm. um, I suppose I would move towards Lokar since he is the last one who shouted out that he saw blood streaks. So that mm -hmm. off, off to the side door. Yeah, it's off to the side door in the back. Um, towards that direction. Um, Somewhat quickish. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, if you guys are done in the priest quarters, if you have the main area and you have the uh, the hallway in front of you with the blood marks. Yeah, I'd probably, especially if I see blood, I'm going to um, 
wait for others to be there before I move forward. Hey, come on in here. We found something. Um, Anorin will follow the calls of Thaves and uh, head on in. Yes, right. follow the sweet whispers of Thaves. Did you say that out loud? No. I'm staring at you. <laughs> yes, Anorin's like... Wow, okay. Okay, so... so... Um, yeah, so if you guys are there, you're at the hallway. Tell me what you're doing. Pretty much just I, the hallway, blood marks going down. Uh, pretty much assume, just brick. There's no lights. I would assume we follow the blood down the hallway. Yeah, and I'll probably yeah. leave. And knowing there's blood, I'm going to go ahead and... Um, oh, that's only 10 minutes. Maybe I'll wait a little bit. As you're going down, you see... As you're approaching a room, uh, this room looks like the kitchen. But uh, if you're looking down, you can see that there is the body of uh, a monk um, on the ground. He's the one that made the uh, the marks. It looks like uh, he was trying to drag himself away. So the marks end at that monk's body in the kitchen? Yes. And... You also see, uh, if you're exploring the kitchen, you see that it's all strewn about. Um, there's knives and uh, forks and broken plates, and uh, the table is broken. And there's another door that's going towards the back uh, that is... Uh, that is... Um, kind of got some handprints of blood on it. So is he... Yeah. Um, I want to check to see if he's actually dead. Go ahead. Uh, medicine, I assume? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 22. So, as you check, yeah, he is quite dead. Uh, it looks like he had been cut across the stomach. Um... And was just dragging himself to try and get maybe somewhere. Um, he, he died very painfully. Does it look like he was reaching for anything in particular? Uh, you could see his hand going for a knife. Okay, so this man dragged himself some from the priest's quarters into this kitchen to try to grab a knife with an open stomach wound. I'm explaining that to the group and thinking, what is he? Was he trying to defend himself still? Was he going to go after these attackers? I'm curious what happened. Are there defensive wounds? Defen defensive knives? Ooh. No, like if he was cut across the stomach, did he try to block it? Like, are his arms cut up a little bit? Like, he was trying to push back, or he is he bruised? Uh, you effectively see no you just see a cut across the stomach um if you recall back there were some uh blood splatters on the floor but then it turned into dragging and to me like a smash and grab and maybe he was thought he had enough strength to come get a knife to defend himself but it doesn't look like he was reaching for anything 
other than a knife. Like, it wasn't like anything that he had, like, hidden somewhere near there. Mm. I mean... Now, is now Lokar... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, perception? Okay. Uh, 16. The body is starting to move. I'm going to lob off its head. <laughs> it starts going to reach towards you, and that was enough, actually. It just... You, you see that the hand starts reaching towards you, and the decapitation just causes its arm to drop again. Yeah, there's no way. I, I know enough about undead, and as soon as a dead body starts moving, that's nope. That's time for head removal. Mm -hmm. uh, are you sure he was dead? Uh, he, yes. My, my I, when I looked at his wounds, he he's been dead for a while. Hmm. To check again at this point because he for sure is dead now. I suggest we just move on. Not an orc, is he? he's not an orc, is he? No, well, like, like, like I, no, my medicine told me that he was dead, right? That, that, like, that was a fatal wound. Uh, yeah, that was a fatal wound. Okay, no, that's fine. I mean, Lokar wouldn't have killed him if he would have suspected he could still be alive. <laughs> like, that, there's no way I would, that he would have done that. Yeah, I'm just he... double checking my own math here. <laughs> I wouldn't have done that, right? Right, right. <laughs> well, no, I know I wouldn't have. Like, if you'd have been like, "Oh, he was stabbed across the stomach," and there's some signs of life, and he started moving, I would have tried to cure him. But if I look at his, no, he was clearly like, dead. His his eyes were hazed, and there was far too much blood loss. Okay, no, that's fine. Then yeah, it, it, if it's if I knew it was a corpse and it started moving, that head comes off. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's more of a rule than a standard, but you know. So that like confusion. No, I'm just kidding. I was just asking. <laughs> no, it's a legitimate question because then I was concerned. Um. All right. So then I I I want to leave. Like, so is there any other ways through this room, or do we have to go back to the hallway? Yeah, there's the door that has the bloody hand marks on it. He didn't reach the door, did he? No, he did not. Okay, so that may be the attacker. Uh huh. What does the room look like? It's a small kitchen. There's a table in the corner that is broken in half and broken plates all around, uh, knives, forks, and whatnot. But that's not where the monk is, right? No, the, mic the monk is pretty much at the edge of the hallway, just getting into the kitchen. Yeah, uh, you see, he was on the floor, reaching towards one of the knives around, and uh, towards your left, uh, which would be uh, further back from the front, is uh, a door. It's not locked or anything like that. It's kind of like the sway type. All right, so there's no dead monk here. We have a broken table, so there was obviously more of a fight that happened here in the kitchen. Then somebody with a bloody hand went through that door. Let's hope it's a survivor. Yeah. Well, I mean, I assume it's the attacker if we still have some sort of a dark presence here. I will check to see if the door is locked. Um, it's it, it's a swinging type. Okay, well, no lock on this door. You, you touch it, 
and the door just does that that like ch 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 and it just goes back until it's not moving again is there any light down here at all uh no because all the windows have been boarded up uh pretty much there were if you have your dark vision there were candles but they burnt out so it's just there was but they're all like extinguished because due to just the length of yeah okay yes we were the dark vision boys we all got dark vision and we have mm -hmm. light for an hour and we've probably been in here for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. Right. The, the thoughts more along the lines of like, if this was a recent thing, like this guy's just crawling, and there's like this struggle happened, but somebody else has dark vision too, or something, you know. Anyways, yeah. through the shopping door. Yeah, I'd probably go over with um after I'm doing all this, and whenever I'm done with my stuff, I'd head over to the door by uh, Theus. Yeah. Uh, Theus. Can you um, hear like your you're, you're at the door and you start feeling a pushing on the door. And the door is pushing open towards me? Yes. Uh I will step to the side of the door. Okay. And wait. And with, with dagger drawn. <laughs> As you step back with dagger drawn, um, if anyone notices, they just do that. But uh, effectively, the door starts pushing open, and you see uh, a man shuffling his feet with his head down, and just blood all around him. And he is entering through into the kitchen. Pale or priest robes? Yes. And you said his head is hanging down? Yes, but there's blood all about it. Can I... As in there's blood all around his head? Yes, everywhere. So it's obvious that he is wounded to death. Effectively. Alright, oh, as soon as he is within my range, I will surprise sneak attack. Um... How does sneak attack do in this game? It adds damage. Yeah. Uh, does it matter if, if yeah. they can be crit or not? There's, there's, yeah, that rules out. You can sneak attack undead now. Okay, well, uh, go ahead and sneak attack. So that will only be a... Where's my weapons? That will be a 23 to hit. Uh, that will definitely hit. And... Damage. Yeah. And is the dagger just mundane? No, it's magic. Okay. Yeah, I, I grabbed a magic dagger when we got items. Hell yeah. Uh, that is 46. Uh, ugh, ugh, oh, that's not great. Um, that is 13 plus 4, 17 damage. All right. Pretty much what you do is you, uh, 
dig your dagger right into the back. It doesn't seem... It kind of... It doesn't flinch like you would normally expect someone to, but pretty much you nudge it forward, and it just... It kind of picks up his head, and you can see that there's a slit across it. Well, well, they can they can see a slit, but well, what are you doing? <laughs> it, it's a it's it's dead already. If I get a chance, I want to because I'll be walking over there already. I want I would if I as soon as I notice that it looks like it's undead, I'm throwing Eldritch Blast at it. All right, well, uh, go ahead, get a chance. Uh, here, we'll roll real quick. Okay, roll a, a quick inish, uh, just you and me. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Kind of like a surprise. I'm sorry, guys. I rolled three ones on my sneak attack dice. Dang. Um, <laughs> I have a ten for initiative. All right, you go first, just barely. So it's raising its hand for something. As you raise your hand, I assume. How do you do okay. Eldritch Blast? I'm gonna throw two Eldritch Blasts at it. Uh, oh, that's cocked. Oi. Um, a twelve and a fifteen. To hit? Yeah. The the first one misses. It goes right off. The second one hits it in the chest. Okay. For uh, six damage. All right. Now, as you do that, it, it goes backwards. But then what it does is it starts moving its hands in a motion. And it starts... Uh, uh, all of a sudden you see that the light in the room is going darker and darker and darker. No, what or is it? Our because we have light. It's, it's magic darkness. Oh, good. I can see through that. Yeah, you can see fine. The others can no longer see. Uh, um, I have daylight. Ah, poop. Now I can't see. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, if you want, uh, roll a net real quick. Just uh, Bardis and and Anorin. and you have the nine and. Theos, what was yours? Right, roll Anish? Yeah, just oh, quick. Bardis will be 17. 15. Okay. All right, so this is not right, terribly sorry, worth sorry, sorry, much, sorry, sorry. Uh, but go ahead. Um, uh, nine. Anorn, what was yours? Okay. Nine. All right. Uh, pretty much, they seek to go next again. Room at a disadvantage because of the darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh... Oh, I could have moved him closer to me with the Eldritch Blast. Dang it. Oh, well, I gain advantage on finesse weapons, so I guess it just turns into a regular roll. Mm-hmm. So we'll just do a regular roll, and that's a natural 20. All right, go ahead and uh, 
I guess you confirm, right? There's no confirmation in this. However, yeah. bef before 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 I roll to attack, I want to, to use my inquisitive thing on him so I can get another sneak attack off. Go ahead. No, I don't get it. I rolled a natural one. Okay. So that'll just be three plus four is seven damage. All right. So oh, wait, times two, so it's six. So it's ten damage total. All right. And uh, next would be uh, uh, Bardis. So pretty much, you you hear clattering going on. After seeing um, a undead body come and and get stabbed in the back and then shot in the chest. Um, I suppose I could try out my toy, except I'm going to not see. So I will. Hold on, wait, wait. This thing is undead. Um, asking the party. It looks like. <laughs> it looks like it. I mean, its throat was slit, and it's still moving around. Yeah, good enough for me. I'll move towards the undead creature and draw my mace of disruption. Mm-hmm. And hope that I'm actually going to even come close to hitting around there. You go ahead, but just, yeah, you're rolling with disadvantage. Try not to hit Theos. It's okay. I rolled a 16 to hit. That hits. All right. That's with disadvantage. Okay, so he will take... Since he's undead, and fifteen, he will take fifteen damage. Um, of it is radiant, if that makes a difference for him, and he has to make a DC fifteen wisdom if he's still alive, or if he's under twenty five hit points and still quote unquote alive. Sure. Uh I rolled 15. Uh, it doesn't get any pluses. Okay. Well, he makes it, but then he's frightened of me until the end of my next turn. Well, what happens is when you swing down, you see essentially, even though there's a magical darkness around, there's a flash of light from your connection. And... Uh, Lokar, you could see that you just, he just like was swinging randomly, but effectively just nailed him in the head. And uh, then you feel that the mace is stuck there and then just starts going down. And the room starts to lighten. And the priest's body's on the ground with its head caved. Sweet. Well, that'll do it. Did I get it? Did I hit it? Right. Whew. I look between Lokar and Theus. Sorry. 
Sorry. No, no, that's cool, bro. I got him. I got him. <laughs> Missed you. No, good job. Good job. Undead should be smarter like that. I like this thing. I give my mace a kiss. Uh, the gore. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. That's... Mark myself right. with the blood of my my enemies or my defeats, victims. Yeah, that all sounds real bad. And Lokar, um, roll a perception. Okie dokie. Ooh, that's a 19. You could see the monk. Its hand is fidgeting. It's just... Its fingers are moving, but the one not we really doing anything beyond that. The one that you decapitated. Uh, uh, this one over here but is... It's not, uh, no, the one that uh, 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 Artis just did uh, is it's gone. We mean it's gone. Well, I mean it's gone as uh, it's not moving at all. It's just on the ground, not moving in the slightest. But for some reason, the monk's hand is moving a little bit, but not. Yeah, not much. Just fidgeting. Then I want to cut the hand off. All right. Oof. You do that, and the hand is fidgeting. That seems less. Um... Offensive that are not offensive, but like less, <laughs> um, less like it's going to kill the body starts. I just created the yeah. thing. Yeah, um, it starts turning into a middle finger. <laughs> I guess I oh well, my sword really won't stab it to keep it into the ground. Um, but I guess I could press my shield against it to hold it against the ground. It's. It's held into the ground. Is it still like trying to move? Uh, very, very weakly. That's all. It's just, just fidgets. It's just like fidgeting, like it's trying to like wiggle the fingers. Yes. It's not like uh, just moving around on its own accord, but it, it, it's fidgeting, trying to like very weak. Guys, this hand keeps moving, and I don't know why. Guys, um, we're, you know, we're trying to process that. Have you tried I, killing I, it again? I, I took it off the body, and it's still trying to move. Uh, Anorin, do you have anything that could uh, stop this, like a turn undead or something? Most of what I would have would destroy it, but let me. I'm okay with that. Is trying to go somewhere. We should let it. Yeah, should we? Uh, should we lasso it with like some rope <laughs> and then let it run around and see what it does? Put it on a leash. What? What direction was it trying to move? Was it trying to move back towards the door? It's not trying to. It, basically, it's just, it's just fidgeting. It's just wiggling. It didn't have enough strength to like move. I could try to put it on its palm and see what it does. I guess. Just destroy it and let's be on our way. I got a flaming sword. Let me just stab it and then just burn it with the sword. All right. As soon, I just I just wait for him to be ready and I just back the shield up and let him stab it. All right, I go to stab it. You stab the hand. It. It. It's uh. Screaming. Stabbed. 
it's it's not screaming. It it kind of falls flat, but it's still slightly. Well, it, wait, the it's flaming, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's uh no longer moving as it's like just flat on the ground. Now I start looking at the other hand. You could see that what's happening is uh, the um, the leg is starting to move a little bit, actually, not the hand. Just like it's in an army crawl position. Guys, there's parts of this body that keep doing things, and it worries me. Um, I, w- I walk up to the rest of the body. Um, I say a quick pair, uh, ushering this poor soul's soul into afterlife and peace, and uh, I stab the body with my flaming sword. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, it stabs, and pretty much it stops moving uh-huh. to what you can see. Um, not to mess with you some more, but the head... The jaw starts picking, moving the head a little bit. The head is separate from the body. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on it. What's that do? It's basically just an attack, I think. <laughs> you point at one creature you can see within range, it seems appropriate, and so- the sound of a do- dolorous bell fills the air around it for a moment. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Or take 2d8 necrotic damage. <laughs> oh, if the target is missing any of its hit points and instead takes 1d12. Alright. As you do this, it stops moving again. Well, I didn't give I didn't yeah. do its damage yet. It, I'm letting you know that it doesn't take anything to get it to stop moving again. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. So guys, here's a thought. Maybe all the evil miasma that's creating undead and making people sick is reviving these bodies even when they're killed. So staying here and continuing to bash them isn't going to solve the problem. We need to move on downstairs. I'm not wasting any resources, but that still sounds like a good idea. I agree. The sooner we are rid of the main source of evil, the better. Let us move on down the stairs. Well, we didn't so, find the stairs, yeah. did we? We just had well, to go no. What you what you do find is pretty much if you go further on the door that the the priest had come through, you'll find the final priest's quarters, uh, like the final priest's preparation area. There's also a bed in there, but you'll see that there is a doorway open, and you see stairs going up and down. It's a spiral staircase. It's up and down. Uh. Maybe I should give you Leia's less options. It's going down. Okay, no, if it's going up and down, I was just curious about it because they're protecting our heads. Yeah, uh, that, that, would, that would be like, all right, guys, we know the thing is downstairs, but there's an upstairs option. We got to do that to screw with Tony. There's got to yeah. be NPCs up there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, backstories and a whole bunch of stuff. It's a so, novel. As you guys are, you guys going towards that area? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, if you're going down, so as you're going down the stairs, you you'll find that it kind of opens up, and you'll see that effectively 
it's nothing but uh, brick and whatnot, and it uh, there are uh, some torches lighting the way. They are lit. Uh, they're lit. They are lit. They're not burnt out. Um, and you, Anorn, roll a quick check. Which one? Uh, a quick uh, knowledge, religion, or history, or knowledge check. Uh, one second. Uh, my knowledge religion was only a 12. Okay. I have religion. So, all right, then, uh, Lokar, try and do a religion check. Ha, 14. You can see that this area is a little bit more hidden, and perhaps uh, the thing's not very pleasant towards the crowd of the masses or things that are privy to the priests happen in this area. Um, it's very long. There's many doors and whatnot. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> like a Benny uh, Hill chase sequence amount of doors, or what are we talking? Um, Benny Hill chase, but please don't do so. And we will uh actually continue on in the next episode here. All right. In our little room of no choices. <laughs> Many choices, but no choices. Fewer choices. It, it's like the RPG where you try to get into the ten rooms they have exposed, but they never actually wrote anything to be in those rooms, so you gotta try to open the door, and it's like, no, that door's locked. A booming voice says to you, this area under development. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Alright, cool. Then we're gonna take a break and record our next episode, and you guys get to hear that one next week. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yay. Steve, socials. All right, guys, you can catch us on Discord and uh, you can catch us on Instagram and Facebook at Infinities End Gaming. You can find us on Twitter at Infinities EG. All right. Then we will talk to you guys next week. Love you all. Stay safe. And uh, yeah, let's rely on D&D and the chaos of the world. Well put.